CSR run just a little bit late tonight. Hope you're doing good. Two ways they're coming at you right now. You need to know that you see my shirt. Let's make sure everybody can see my shirt. Fraud. There you go. Two ways they're coming at you. First of all, fraudulent election. Second of all, they're coming at you with COVID again. It's all about controlling you. It's all about masking you. It's all about distancing you distance control and masking it's what it's all about you need to read your bible revelation chapter 13 16 through 18 actually the whole book of revelation but namely that chapter would be best to read if you were to start somewhere that's what it's all about we can resist it and we need to be resisting these things we don't lay down we don't collaborate we don't capitulate let me talk about collaboration for just a minute here's the problem that's going on right now and it's and i'll use the republican party as an example, as well as the American church, I can't even say American church anymore. It's the worldwide church, but the moment that you give in at all, you know, and that's what's happening. You'll hear a Republican come out and say, well, I don't really have any problems with wearing a mask. I just don't want anybody telling me that I have to. You've already capitulated. You're already collaborating. You should have a problem with a mask because a mask is a lie and does absolutely nothing. You should have a problem with it. So whenever you hear people start to capitulate like that and they start to give ground, well, you know, I know that it's a guy dressed up like a girl and he wants everybody to call him a girl. So, you know, I don't want to offend him, so I'm going to call him a girl. You just capitulated and now you're collaborating with lies. And this is the way that it goes all the time. This is what's happening now. You see this with the Republican Party. We're calling Joe Biden, President-elect, Karl Rove, Ben Sass, Mitt Romney, Chris Christie, all the rest of the worthless Marco Rubio, all the rest of the worthless collaborators, all the just absolute bent need, weak need, ankle grabbing Republicans. They're disgusting. Yeah. Here's the thing. I look at Ilhan Omar and I'm like, okay, she's just, she's on the uh, enemy side ideologically. She's on the, she's on the enemy side, period. But she, you know, at least I know where, you know, where we, where we stand. But Marco Rubio, I mean, I'm so done with that guy. Please, somebody primary Marco Rubio. I will actively, actively campaign against Marco Rubio in the state of Florida. I'm so tired of his endless, just ankle grabbing for the Democratic Party. So that, so you know, it, it it's just like the Lincoln Project and all the rest of these, desperately hoping. You know, something like John Kasich, some, you know, maybe someday, someday I'll get Democrats to like me. Someday I'll get Democrats to vote for me. I'll be able to put together a consortium of voters and I'll get a lot of Democrats to vote for me and I'll get a lot of Republicans. You're just John Kasich, Lincoln Project. You're just a useless tool, well, useful tool, tool for the Democratic Party that they will use up and throw to the side like the rest of the humiliated Republicans that have already gone down that exact same path. So anyway, two-pronged approach is really what we're talking about tonight. I'm going to be flipping back and forth from election fraud to COVID, so stay with me. First First up, I want to set the pace right off the bat here with Sydney Powell talking to Eric Bowling. Play that for me. Point here. Dominion voting machines were in numerous states, numerous counties. There's some sort of software backdoor, not unlike most phones will have a backdoor, but this, is, this will actually calculate and tell the person accessing the backdoor what type of voting percentages and what type of numbers are needed to change 
the win for a certain party, for a certain candidate. Exactly. They can watch the voting real time. They run a computer algorithm on it as needed to either flip votes, take votes out, or alter the votes to make a candidate win. So that's different. Now, now, now you're, this is even different. I, and I just really want to be very, very careful here and be very meticulous about this. One, it's one thing to be able to watch it and decide how much more input you need to change to change the number, but now you're saying there's an actual way to change the, the, the total, the vote tallies within the system? That's exactly right. That's a very, very big claim there. I mean, that, that would be voter fraud uh, defined right, right, right there. Where, what's the next step? It's, it's massive criminal voter fraud writ large across at least 29 states. It could have been happening. Anytime a voting machine was connected to the internet, and we have evidence that many were, it was obviously happening. Uh, it's obvious from the algorithm and the statistics that our experts are tracking out for batches of votes and when the curves changed. And it's, it's going to blow the mind of everyone in this country when we get it all together and, and can explain it with the affidavits and the experts that have come forward. All right, Sydney, we're right, going to leave back to me. All right, so there we have Dominion, which we'll deep dive into that tonight. Basically, Dominion, and so everybody knows, Dominion is actually a front company for Smartmatic. All right, so you'll hear that. Dominion uses Smart Smartmatic software, but Dominion is simply a front company for Smartmatic, as well as Sequoia was, and they got caught in a Chicago election being majorly corrupt using Smartmatic software also. So when you hear those words, which I'll explain it every time, but Dominion is what was used to count our election. We're going to deep dive into that later, but as she said, it was used to change, and the algorithm is built into it for you to enter in what you need to change votes. How many votes do you need? How many does Biden need to win? And the algorithm is actually built into Dominion software. Now here's a here's a Donald Trump tweet. Put that up there for me. Listen, folks, this is impossible. He said, "Look at Wisconsin." A day after the election, Biden receives a dump of 100. Now get the hear the verbiage now. A day after the election, Biden receives a dump of 143,379 votes. This is this is absolutely impossible. Just so everybody knows. Absolutely impossible. He gets these votes at 3.42 a.m. Back to me real quick. Keep that, keep that ready to go, though. Right back to the original tweet, though. You need to, everybody, let's make sure that we keep this in context. That's at 3.42. Remember, they called, basically called off all voting, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Georgia, all at around 3 o'clock in the morning. They called off the voting, but allegedly... 300, and, what is it, 143,000 votes show up at 3.42 a.m. Now put it back up there for me, original tweet. All right, so when they heard he was losing badly, this is unbelievable. Okay, now let's put the graph up. Here's how it works. Is that as big, uh, it's as big as it goes, huh? Okay. All right, you can see over to the far right, it says data dump giving Biden 143. Now look at the rest of the night. As we, as we go throughout the night, from left to right, you see this the normal. Now, how this works is, 
you see the total vote up on top, say 150,000 or above. All right, now what it does is it, if you see the difference in the lines, it splits up out of those votes how many are blue and how many are red. You see basically all night you see red surges, blue surges, but that's the total vote. You see red on the bottom of blue. It does. It's not telling you how many uh, total votes there were for each. It's telling you how many total votes there were, period, Republican and Democrat. Well, on that, and you see where the lines are. Previously in the night, now earlier in the night, probably around 8 o'clock, you see the previous big surge to the far left. Then lo and behold, at 3.42 a.m., you have, now that's 143,379 votes come in for Biden alone. That's out of 160,000. So 160,000 votes show up and then 143,000, this is at 3.42 a.m. the next day after the election, these votes show up out of nowhere and out of around 160,000 votes, 143,000 are for Biden. Bring it back to me. And the reason why is they said, you know what? They set the algorithm on Dominion, Dominion software, which is used in Wisconsin, which is used in Michigan, which is used in Pennsylvania, which is used in Atlanta, and used in Georgia, lo and behold. And all three of these main cities are all linked together. Atlanta, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, and Detroit are all linked together, and that is exclusively where Joe Biden won the election. And in each and every one of those cities, all other patterns were defied. Like you'd say a high Republican district Donald Trump would win this percentage. In a low Republican district, he would win this percentage. All of those things were completely defied, but only in Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Detroit, and Milwaukee. And Phoenix, Arizona, by the way, Maricopa County. Every single other, every other statistic ran exactly the same until you got to these because it was hold, hold. They get, they put together an algorithm, but Trump's massive voter voter turnout blew apart their Dominion Smartmatic software, blew apart their algorithm. So they had to start coming up with actual paper ballots. 143,000 votes show up at 342 AM, 3.42 AM in Wisconsin, out of nowhere. I mean, look at it. How did, look at the graph. How does that work anywhere? Well, you know, it was because it was coming out of their biggest city. No, it's not. Those, look at, that's all earlier in the evening. Put the graph back up. That's all earlier in the evening. You could see the big spikes. When have you ever seen, this is absolutely impossible. When have you ever seen this before? Ever. This is why they want you masked, they want you distanced, and they want you controlled because they can send in mail-in ballots whenever they feel like. And here's the thing, this may have to happen and some of you may need to get wrap your mind around this. We may have to do this ourselves in Republican strongholds. We'll just cut off the vote in the middle of the night. Now we stop voting in, in you know, pick a you know, Republican city whatever they may be and a lot of, a lot of or we'll just say Republican County where there's lots of, we'll just, uh, or just since we don't have the mass coagulation of humanity, that like New York city does we'll just do it in multiple counties in multiple jurisdictions all at the same time. We'll just stop voting. We'll just stop counting. We've, we've decided we all got the C piece. So we're all going to go home and we're just going to stop voting. I mean, we're going to stop counting and let the, let the Democrats live with it. We'll just wait. 
and we'll just see what you know we've got we've got money we can print up ballots that what they were doing just so you know they don't need to print up 143,000 ballots they just run 10,000 ballots 15,000 ballots through over and over and over and over again which by the way there are sworn affidavits that that occurred multiple times in Wisconsin in Pennsylvania in Michigan in Georgia, it happened everywhere. That's the only that's the only place Joe Biden won this election. He was down. Remember when you remember? When we went to bed, he was down between seven hundred. Joe Biden was down between seven and eight hundred thousand votes in Pennsylvania. And how did they, how did he just come back from all that? It is Dominion software coupled with mail in balloting. That's what it is. The Dominion software got him close through their algorithm. They can change votes. I'll show you later. And then because the algorithm wasn't big enough because they didn't anticipate such a Goliath Trump turnout, then they had to start printing ballots. It shows it right on the graph. There's no doubt about it. All right, from the Babylon Bee. Told you we're going to be hopping, skipping, and jumping around tonight. Be ready. Pink-haired Gavin Newsom attends lavish dinner. There we go. You know, they want you distanced. They want you controlled, but not them. All right, go to the Dave Rubin tweet. There we go. Authoritarian, hypocritical maniac who wants endless rule over you says, what? Gavin Newsom apologizes for attending party at French Laundry. French Laundry, just so you know, it sounds like a laundromat that washes uh, French napkins, but it's actually not. It's a very exclusive, very uh, expensive, bourgeois uh, restaurant that Gavin Newsom can afford to go to, but a lot of the people that he's locked down and closed their businesses and destroyed their lives, they can't go to that anymore. Well, he got caught red-handed at, you know, going to this dinner. Hey, do you get, hey, hey, do, you do, do this, Darren. Can you throw the pictures first? I should do the, there you go. Thanks, brother. There we go. There he is. That's him far left standing at his dinner. You know, I wonder if the rest of the restaurant's empty because of him. Yeah, you can throw the next one up. There he is again. There's Gavi. So there's Gavi Newsom doing whatever he, it is that he wants to do, although it's completely illegal for anybody else to do that. And I'll bet you right now the rest of the restaurant is either held to 25% capacity or not even operating at all. But yet, lo and behold, there's Gavin Newsom. Well, here's what he had to say in response. You can play it for me. That a few weeks ago, uh, I was asked to go to a friend's 50th birthday, uh, my wife and I, a friend that I've known for almost 20 years, and, uh, and a friend that had, well, put a lot of time and energy into his 50th birthday. Not it was in Napa, it. which was in the orange status, relatively loose compared to some other counties. Uh, it was to be an outdoor uh, uh, restaurant, and we started the, well, the program started at 4 o'clock. It was one of those early Reservations. I got there a little bit late at 4.30, uh, and as soon as I sat down at uh, the larger table, I realized it was a little larger group uh, than I had anticipated, uh, and I made a bad mistake. Instead of sitting down, uh, I should have stood up and walked back, got in my car, and drove back uh, to my house. Instead, I chose to sit there with my wife uh, and a number of other couples that were outside the household. And you can quibble about the guidelines, et cetera, et cetera, but the spirit of what I'm preaching all the time uh, was contradicted, and I got to own that. And so I want to apologize to you uh, because I need to preach and practice, not just preach and not practice. And I've done my best to do that. Uh, we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. Uh, we've been out, and I think, for three times since. In fact, I know it's been three times because I remember 
all of those dinners very, very vividly uh, since February, just three times, uh, twice with my wife by myself outdoors, and then this one occasion uh, with a larger group. And there were just a few extra people there uh, than the spirit of what I am promoting. Uh, and so if you're going to minimize mixing, you gotta, you got to own up to that. So uh, I just want folks to know that, paid for our dinner, uh, and we, uh, you know, we had an early dinner, but it didn't matter. Uh, I shouldn't have been there. I should have turned back around. And uh, so yeah. when that happens, you got to you pay the price, but you also own the mistake, and you don't ever make it again. And you have my word on that. Oh, I, yeah, we have his word. There, yeah, there he is sitting at his dinner. What was that? That's not outside. He said it was outside. Did he really say it was outside? Oh, my word. I never even caught that. What a, what a lying sack of crap. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I didn't even, I'm so Aaron, I'm glad, glad that Aaron caught that. He said that it was outside. That's not out. Put it up there one more time. Just do this so everybody, everybody can see. Does that look like that's outside to you? Absolutely not. So there you go. Absolutely. You just, you know, complete liar. But here's his justifications. Remember now, this is, this is actual big stuff. Maybe this hasn't touched some of you that are watching. But there are people, 40 to 50% of all, I repeat, three-letter word, all businesses are closed in the United States, 40 to 50% and closed permanently because, not because of COVID-19, because of the idiot response to a 99.9% survivable virus. That's where we're at. That, that, that's where, and, and I want everybody to get the gravity of this. He's responsible 50% of all unemployment claims are coming from his state. Of all, all in the United States, 50% of all unemployment requests in the United States are coming from his state, his state. And he, he, he's cost so many people their businesses permanently. They're not opening back up. Permanent. Does he, does he give a crap? He doesn't care at all. None of these people do. You know why? Just like the pastors who closed their churches. You know, they got CARES Act money, so they don't give a crap either. And when we opened up our food line, yeah, you're feeding people of which their hunger was caused by you. You know, they don't give a crap. They're getting paid the whole time. Same thing with Gavin Here, listen to it. Same thing with Gavin Newsom. His, he's a friend of over 20 years. Who cares? You don't care about anybody else. Number two, there's a, a lot of time his friend put into this party. Oh, yeah, it looks like a lot of time. What, you go put out, you know, make a call for a reservation? Yeah, that's a lot of time. And then regardless, who cares? It's a loose county under orange. I mean, who even wants to live underneath the umbrella of this bull crap? It's in an orange zone. It's in a red zone. It's in a butt zone. It's in a poop zone. Who cares? Well, who wants to live in this? What's the matter with people in California? He said, oh, I even wrote it down. I forgot I wrote it down. He said it was outdoors. That's a lie. It's a larger group than I want. I love how they do this. This is what Gavin Newsom and ARC church pastors have in common. They come up with their stupid slogans. When I saw how many people were there, I sat down, but I should have stood up. Oh, that, oh, you know, my life has changed because of that, Gabby. You know, my whole, I feel such a deep conviction. My whole life has changed because of your stupid slogan. He says that everybody's human, but he's caused many people to be arrested, criminally charged with breaking COVID laws. And here's the thing too. Most of the schools are closed down. 
or at least very limited in California. But guess where Gavin Newsom's kids go? They go to a private school, which is not closed. That's just a little bonus for everybody. That's Gavin Newsom. But, you know, this is every bourgeois elitist. We've seen it. Lori Lightfoot caught, got caught. Chris Cuomo's got caught. Andrew Cuomo's got caught. George uh, Stephanopoulos got caught. Many of these people have been caught over and over again, violating their very rules. And here we are once, once again. It, it's what, November 19th today? 15 days to slow the spread started on March 7th. It's November 19th, and here they are again. Here they are. Oh, there's a spike in cases. Who cares? Who cares? You don't want to go out in public? Then don't. You don't want to go to church? Then don't. You don't want to go out to eat? Then don't. I don't care what you do, but you're not going to force me. I'm telling you right now, eye to eye, I am not giving in to this garbage. I hope Ron DeSantis toes the line because he is going to take a beating and they're going to accuse Florida. Oh, look at the spike in cases of Florida. They'll make it up. The same people that tabulate all these cases and put together all their stupid graphs are the very people that said Joe Biden got 79 million votes. Same people. Same people telling you 250,000 Americans have died of COVID-19 when we've had no excess deaths. We have less, we're on pace to have less, considerably, I'll show you the graph later, considerably less deaths than we had last year. Well, I better keep moving. All right, Glenn Beck on Gavin Newsom. Play that for me. A judge has ruled that Gavin Newsom has violated the state's constitution by unilaterally ordering that all registered voters be sent mail-in ballots. Now, this could play a role uh, in uh, the election in other states. If this continues, you, you, the Constitution is extraordinarily clear. The legislature oversees the election, and only the legislature can change the laws. This is something that the uh, Trump administration was fighting fast and furious, if you will, uh, all throughout the end of summer and in fall. And in some cases, they won that case. I don't know why they didn't win in every case, but now in California. However, however, uh, the court also uh, ruled that there was good cause for permanent injunction restraining Gavin Newsom from issuing any further unconstitutional orders that make new statutory law or legislative policy. Wow. So what that means is Gavin Newsom, all of the things that he has has done now, issuing 58 executive orders, changing over 400 laws unilaterally, keeping people locked in place at home, has now been ruled unconstitutional this is fantastic news all right back to me 400 laws he's changed unilaterally that means by himself he changed 400 laws and i told you the two-pronged approach he did it both he's legislated unilaterally in those two in that two-pronged approach he's issued whatever he wants as far as COVID is concerned without any legislative input whatsoever, that is unconstitutional and has been deemed so by the California Supreme Court. So COVID, he's violated uh, the Constitution and in, in with the electoral process where he just unilaterally by himself, as did Georgia, 
as did Pennsylvania, as did Michigan, as did Wisconsin, all from their liberal hubs. They unilaterally by themselves without any legislative input, by the way, with the exception of California, every single state legislature is Republican in the states that I just mentioned. They on their own, all these governors and their election officials, including capitulating, collaborating Republicans, unilaterally decided, you know what? We're going to do mail-in balloting. That, that wasn't decided legislatively. That was decided because of COVID. It's all mixed together. It's all the same line. I'm just putting it for simplicity of conversation. It's a two-pronged approach. Distanced, masked, and controlled. They use COVID to manipulate this election. It's very simple. All right, Kyle Becker tweet. Question for honest journals only. So if one of Trump's charities was given a big donation by one of the biggest voting companies in the U.S., you'd say no sweat, question mark, because that is exactly what Dominion did with the Clinton Family Foundation. It gave them $25,000 to $50,000. See the little red line down there? That says Dominion Voting gave $50,000 to the Clinton Family Foundation. Now, here's my question. Why does it always go one way? Why is there not a chart that says they gave $50,000 to Trump's charity or to to the RNC? It's always one way. Isn't that funny how that works? Don't worry. We're deep diving on Dominion tonight. All right. From Breitbart News. Breitbart News tweet. If you do not obey and support mask mandates, you are unpatriotic. Biden logic. Biden says mask mandates. Uh, Play the video for me. The enormous respect I have for Republican, conservative Republican governors who stepped up and issued mandates for wearing masks in North Dakota. uh, You know, I mean, the idea, uh, one of the leaders in this area has been the Republican governor, Republican, and Republican governor in Ohio. Um, and uh, in addition to the folks who've already been leading, like the governor of, of Michigan, I mean, you know, the idea that uh, President's now existing, remaining uh, advisor on COVID is saying that uh, the, they should resist. What the hell's the matter with these guys? What is the matter with them? Resist. You know, every major individual of any consequence in the health field is saying we can save, we can save 100,000 lives just between now and January 21st by wearing these masks. It's going to take a while for the vaccine to be able to be available, distributed, and get to people. We're talking about 350 to 400,000 people dying? I mean, what are they doing? It's totally irresponsible. Irresponsible. And so I compliment the governors who stepped forward who have been stepping forward, but also the Republican governors who stepped forward. I, I, I left out the governor of Utah, very conservative state, governor of North Dakota, and all the Democratic governors have been doing it all along. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's uh, I, I just ask a rhetorical question. Do you guys understand this? Does anybody understand why a governor would turn this into a political statement? It's about patriotism. It's about being patriotic. It's about saving lives, for real. I'm not, this is not hyperbole. It's about being patriotic. And I think you're seeing more and more, as this god-awful virus continues to spread almost unabated, that uh, we, uh, that governors are stepping up. 
All right, so why he asked, let's I'll clean up this question, but he asked, why the H or what what the H is a matter with these guys? People who will not support mass mandates. He said that we will save a hundred thousand lives via these mass mandates, and he sang the praises of the Republican capitulating moron in North Dakota and the Republican capitulating moron in Utah. So let's look at the science, shall we? Now, science and facts never get in the way of ignorance and stupidity, just like the Bible never gets in the way of our churches. So let's look at the facts, shall we? All right, L.A. County and Orange County up first. Let's compare. Here we go. There's their, let's look at what's happened with masks. Look at their first, ma- back in March 22nd, they locked down. And then inside on April, mask mandate issued on April 10th. Look how it stopped all the cases. Look how it stopped all the cases in both counties there, in uh, L.A. and Orange counties. Orange County is in the orange. L.A. is in the black. Look at it. Look at it. No matter where, when they issued their mask mandates and their lockdowns, the curve went exactly the same. It does nothing. So look at, the, look at their red tears and their purple tears, and the cases go straight back up again every single time. You know why? You know why? Because viruses aren't controlled by masks, you bunch of idiots. Uh, where does Biden get, we're going to save 100,000 lives? Just so you, you want a logical answer, don't you? There is no logical answer. They just make it up. Just like they make up ballots. There's no other logic behind it. I've looked. There's no, there's no factual data that supports that masks will save 100,000 lives by the end of the year. He said it numerous times. And by the way, we've only got a month and a half until the end of the year. And it's going nowhere near, even if you believe the absolute lies and the death count coming out of the CDC, which are absolute crap. They are lies. Absolute lies, 250,000 deaths. All you need to do is take 250,000 and times it by 0.06. That will tell you the actual death count from COVID. Everybody else said serious it's two to two to five, two to four comorbidities, serious comorbidities. All right. So next up, New Mexico. Let's look at New Mexico. How, how the mask mandate worked there? There's the statewide mask mandate, May 16th. Look how it dramatically affected the state. Shot the cases way up, and then the cases went down. So then, Scientific American, another capitulating Democratic propaganda rag praises New Mexico for following the science. Look how good their mask mandate did <laughs> in the last two months. That's that, that big spike is October, November. Look at it. Woo, those masks, they really do a lot of good, don't they? All right, next up is Texas mask mandate. And, you know, that they've the Texas governor now has said that he's not going to, uh, Greg Abbott is not going to, issue another lockdown well i wonder why first of all he's capitulated for months i have no respect for that man whatsoever any republican who gives an inch has given a mile you've given it all up when you say anything like no this is a serious illness and this is a serious pandemic just give it up you've already given up you don't give an inch ever it's a very controllable illness. That's all that ever needed to happen. Isolate it from the nursing homes and it's problem solved. Everybody else, keep your churches, your businesses, go to work, stop fearing it. Well, you, you know, if you feel unsafe, wear a mask. That's capitulating. Don't. It doesn't do anything anyway. All right, back to the te- Texas uh, graph. 
There you go. There's the mask mandate issued July 1st. Look how great it did for the cases. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. All they've done, done is go up. And then, you know, they go down and people put it back up there for me. I was talking over it. See, they go down for a little bit and everybody thinks they do something. They go right back up. This is a state that was also locked down in July. It has nothing to do. Viruses come and go. They spike and they don't spike. All right, here we go. Minnesota and Florida comparison. Minnesota, one of the strictest lockdown states in the country. Boy, that did a lot of good, didn't it? The lockdowns really do a lot of good. Mass mandates and lockdowns. Florida didn't have either one of them starting right there in September. Look how great Minnesota's done. And Biden's going, and Biden asks the question, why would anybody stand against this? You're unpatriotic if you don't wear a mask. You're unpatriotic if you don't lock down. Why would anybody make it political? Because lockdowns and masks do nothing. And here's a real great question that I saw, and I would give proper credit to the person, but I can't remember who I read it off of on Twitter. It was a big name. He said, if lockdowns work, why would we need to do them again? And if, wa- if, if lockdowns don't work, why are we doing them again? What, what, where is logic in this country? Where Democrats, everybody like and share this video. Make sure you like and share it to Democrats. Where's logic? If, if lockdowns worked, if lockdowns and mask wearing worked, why would we need to do it again now? If they don't work, why are we doing it again now? See what I'm saying? All the, the most strict states in America, New York, Michigan, Pennsylvania are seeing extreme spikes in COVID. I don't even like to talk about spikes in COVID because once again, if you documented the flu like we document the uh, like we document COVID nineteen, we'd be freaking out about the flu every year too. It's spiking and not spiking and not spiking, going up, going down all year long. That's how it works. What's the matter with people in America? What's the matter with you? Who cares? 99.9% survival rate? Average age of death of COVID's 80? What are you worried about? All right, so you saw Minnesota and Florida. Next up is uh, Montana and Idaho. Montana in the black has had a mask mandate. Idaho never did. Oh, look at here. And Joe Biden asks, why would anybody not wear a mask? Because, Joe, they don't do anything. Well, it's patriotic. Why would what? Why is it patriotic to wear something that doesn't work? How is that patriotic? All right, here's Utah. He liked to name Utah as a great, you know, a capitulating, weak, stupid Republican, the worst of all worst. Reminds me of Jude three and four. For certain men have secretly crept in among you. They are ungodly people who pervert the gospel of Jesus Christ. It reminds me of that. These Republicans, what is he hoping for? Dem- the Democrats to tell him how much they love him? Look at his mask mandate. Look, oh, great job. Great job, Governor. So how does what Joe Biden said, and by the way, these graphs are the same for every single state. They're the same in Spain, in England, in France, in Italy, everywhere you could possibly go, the graphs look exactly the same, and you have an idiot who's standing in front of his office of president-elect sign saying to you you're unpatriotic if you you don't capitulate to mask mandates that do absolutely I mean look at Utah again look at look at what it did look at what masks did June 26 mask mandate look at the cases what does it do it does maybe it makes it worse has anybody thought of that 
Maybe it makes it worse. I wonder why we have spikes in cases of people coming out of lockdowns. Could it be that the, the science that was present before the politics, which, which is lockdowns and repetitive hand washing and mask wearing lower your immune system? Could that be what's actually true? Uh, yeah, you know what that's called? Facts. Yeah, that's called facts. That's what's so everybody comes out of lockdown, comes out of their quarantines, and they get sick because they've been breathing in their own bacteria for months. They've lowered their immune systems because their immune system never has a chance to build itself up because they're constantly washing themselves with alcohol. I put up new is this New Jersey? Yeah, New Jersey's up. Look at this mass mandate. Woo, that did good. Perfect timing for Governor Phil Murphy, constitutional attorney that he is. Look at that. No question that face coverings are game changers, Phil Murphy says. And he puts it in place July 8th. And look at his state. Woohoo! Good job, Philly. Good job, Philly. Hey, speaking of the New York, New Jersey area, take a look at this year's Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. There's a beauty. Bernard Carrick writes, what is this, a joke? This is the Rockefeller Christmas tree for 20. Does everybody see this? This is under the great, great leadership of one Billy de Blasio. There is the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. Great. What, what, what are we? This is a third world country. Where, where did you get that tree? A, a forest that had burned down? I mean, where did you get that from? All right. Here's a uh, Rodney Howard Brown tweet. Here you go. This is total deaths. Put it up there for me. There you go. The stats. Why we've, had, why we've all had our lives stolen from us in 2020. Get ready. Here's the deaths, everybody. 2015, total deaths, 2.7 million. Same in 2016, slight uptick in 17, 2.8, 2018, 2.8, 2019, 2.9. That's all pre-COVID. And so far this year, as of November 16th, 2020, 2.4. We will not even get to 2019 levels. We would have to average, back to me, we would have to average 250,000 deaths. Well, no, actually more than that because we're already halfway through November. So we've basically got to have, hey Aaron, put that back, the one back up for me so I get my math right. So what are we short? So just, I'll round up. We need 400,000 deaths by the end of the year. That's not going to happen, folks. Not going to happen. It's all been a lie. It's all been an absolute lie. All right, back to fraud. So everybody can see my shirt? Fraud. See the little thing there? That's how Biden won. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, that never happens. Rudy Giuliani on his show, Common Sense. I'm going to play a couple of short clips with several short clips for you. Play the first one for me. But in any event, Dominion doesn't really count the votes. Dominion has a contract with a company called Smartmatic. And Smartmatic has um, locations in Frankfurt, Germany, and in Barcelona, Spain. So when the votes are being calculated, they are sent to most of them in this particular election, Frankfurt, I believe, but there may have been some sent to Barcelona, Spain. Th- those votes are also in, um, in, de- are in machines, devices, that are extremely vulnerable to hacking and extremely vulnerable to uh, manipulation. Now, let me tell you the history of Smartmatic, because when you hear it, you're not going to believe it, and you're going to have to go check what I say 
on, by Googling it if they haven't removed all this already. Smartmatic is a company whose origins go back to somewhere around 2004, 2005. It was founded by two Venezuelans and two Venezuelans that were very close to the dictator in Venezuela, Chavez. And it was founded for the specific purpose of being able to fix elections. That's right. The company that is uh, calculating many of our votes in 27 states, the company that's using the software to uh, count those votes, was founded for the specific purpose of fixing elections. All right, Aaron, run right to the next one, 1426. Lead that Biden has. In addition, the Dominion part is being investigated, and every day a mountain of evidence is coming in about statistical anomalies. And uh, I, I expect soon there'll be even more targeted evidence of uh, the fraud carried out by Dominion. I'll give you another example of how you can prove this. In Michigan, and concentrated in the Democrat areas of Michigan, there were many districts in which there was an overvote. What's an overvote? An overvote is Oh, there are some districts in which 150% of the people in the district voted, or 200%. There's even one where 300% of the people in the district voted. What does that mean? That means they're not real people. You can't have over 100% of the people in the district voting. It means they're either from some other district or they're completely phony ballots. So if you have a district with 2,000 people and you have a... 200% overvote, all those, all those overvotes are fraudulent ballots that have to be taken out of the count. And when you look at Michigan, that number alone can wipe out all of the Biden lead and turn it around to a Trump victory. I don't know how, uh, I don't know how in right, good next conscience- next up, 1555. I don't know how in good conscience in uh, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, Arizona, and Georgia. I have no idea how anybody could, in good conscience, certify the vote, because the vote count right now is completely fraudulent. Completely. And I don't know if there are penalties of perjury for signing off on a vote count that's fraudulent. There should be. In every one of those states, there are thousands and hundreds of thousands of ballots that were put in in secret. Only a, only a Democrat observer and a Democrat official, and maybe just a Democrat official, even without a Democrat observer, looked at the ballot to verify it. That's completely contrary, not only to the law, I think the way in which they carried it out nationally is unconstitutional. It's a violation of the due process clause of the United States Constitution. A candidate for president is entitled to fair treatment. Also entitled to the same treatment the other side gets. That's a violation of the equal protection clause of the Constitution. Well, how, how, can, how, can, how can this not be a violation of due process and equal protection if, in fact, the ballots that are being counted do not allow for any inspection by the Republican side. They're counted by Democrats, and the only other inspection, if any, is done by a Democrat. 
and there are more than enough ballots like that in each one of these states to change the result from uh, Biden to Trump, which says to me that they really didn't make up those numbers on election night. They didn't make up seven or 800,000 votes in Philadelphia. Well, they did make it up. They made it up with phony ballots. All right, next one. They made it up with phony ballots. They, they, didn't, uh, they didn't catch up and pass him in Wisconsin where he was leading by eight or 9% with 85% in. No, what they did was they put in mail ballots and they wouldn't let Republicans examine them. And they did it with a very, very deliberate fraudulent plan, the Democrats did. They used cities that they completely control. They didn't do it in neutral cities or Republican cities, certainly. Or they didn't even do it in cities that are moderately Democrat cities. They did it in cities they completely control. Detroit, Philadelphia, Milwaukee. Just think about this, right? Those are places in which Philadelphia is legendary for voter fraud. I looked at the list of people convicted in the last two years in Philadelphia of voter fraud. It's almost uh, almost uh, the same as the number of people arrested, you know, every week at a Eagles game for beating people up because they have uh, a next, jail right in one, the 1942. Well, boy, did they cheat! They had to make up 700 million, 700,000, 700,000 votes, and they did, and they did it by excluding Republicans completely from observing any any ballot. Couldn't observe not a single ballot. Now, why would you do that? Why would you do that in Philadelphia, in Pittsburgh, in Detroit, in Milwaukee, in Minneapolis, in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, in Phoenix, Arizona, in Atlanta, Georgia? Why would you do that? Why would you just uniformly exclude Republicans? And why would you do it in every one of those? I mean, every single one of them had that idea by themselves? That had to come from some central source. And why did it happen elsewhere? Because those are the places where they can get away with it. Those are the places where they completely control the election board. Those are the places where they can even get the sheriff to threaten people with arrest just for exercising their rights, which happened in several cases. Those are the places where they can really be goons and push people around and have no consequences. And those are the places where they have a fair number of crooked judges. That's just the reality. So they picked the places where they thought they had immunity. Well, like most crooks who get too ambitious and too greedy, because I think what happened is President Trump was ahead by way too much. They didn't anticipate seven, have to make up 700,000 in Philadelphia and uh, very large numbers in Michigan or all these other places. They got really, they got really sloppy. And that's how we caught them. And they had to exclude all the Republicans from the count, which makes it invalid just to start with. We have evidence of ballots being brought in in the middle of the night that look like they were just written off. They come in in ash cans, paper bags, cardboard boxes. Let's right, take a short. Back to me. All right, quick summation on this. Dominion voting machines, the machines that were used in 30 states, use Smartmatic software. Dominion is a front company for Smartmatic software. Dominion, Smartmatic Dominion send all voting results to Frank Vert and 
Barcelona. We'll get into the raid that happened in Frankfurt later, which did actually happen. Smartmatic is founded by two Venezuelans close to Hugo Chavez, developed for the very purpose of fixing elections. Dominion is a far-left company with with a leader that supports Antifa and tweets out many uh, anti-Trump messages. Now, here's the thing. What Republicans have to do coming up is you cannot be bullied out of voting stations. I'm like, what happened in these cities? They tell you a Democratic hack comes up to you and says, move 100 feet away from the tables that were counting ballots, and you say, yes, sir, may I have another? What you do is go, no, well, I'll call the cops if you don't move. Call them. You're the one violating campaign laws, not me standing there watching people counting votes. I mean, we have people covering windows so people can't look in and look at people counting votes. Gateway Pundit, 1118. Overall, three entries of over three. Let's get these numbers now. I'm going to show you the graph in a second. Overall, three entries of over 300,000 votes were posted in the database to Biden's vote total. Two entries of over 300,000 votes were taken away. The same happened to President Trump's totals, but in much smaller amounts. Overall, 851,000 votes were added to Biden's totals, and only 318,000 were awarded to President Trump's between 11.14 and 11 p.m. Eastern on November 3rd and 5 a.m. November 4th. This resulted in over half a million more votes Net going to Biden, 73% of the votes during this time frame. Put up the first picture. There's the numbers for you right there. Look at look at what happened over here. Batch total Biden, batch total Trump. Look at back, look at the highlighted numbers. Minus 330,000 from Biden, minus 37,000 for Trump, minus 308,000, and minus 80,000 for Trump. Look at the bottom line there. The 308,000 on the bottom. Look what Trump ended up with. 77,000 out of the uh, two from the bottom. See the 308,000? That's what Biden ended up with. I'm going to show you how they do this later. That they do is they take it from, they, they store it in third-party categories and then bring it back to the to the original candidate. That's what they do. That's what Smartmatic software does. So Trump ends up with the pluses and the minuses, 77,000 votes. And somehow or another, Biden ends up with 308,000 votes. All right, all these entries noted above are recorded. Nearly every entry made into the system for the presidential election had the same proportions of votes from of Biden to Trump. This, too, is not reasonable. There is nothing random about this. It is highly unlikely that the highly, highly unlikely that the results of these two of these entries would be the same proportion. This, too, indicates fraud. Put up the next list. Now, look at what happened the rest of the rest of the night here. With these additions and subtractions, if you look at the yellow lines, that tells you basically how it was flowing, all right, how it would flow. Then suddenly, if you look to the far right, far right two columns, all night long, you basically had this amount going for Trump, this amount going for Biden, and then this is in Pennsylvania. Then lo and behold, look at those two far yellow marks. In the middle of the night, right, in the middle of the night, here we have 61% suddenly go to Biden, 71% suddenly go to Biden, right in the middle of the night. 11 o'clock is one, and I'm trying to see the on the other, it says 20, 11, they're both, 
basically 11 and a little bit after 11 o'clock at night. Suddenly, they had this massive voter dump for Joe Biden, where suddenly he got 71% of the vote and 61% of the vote. It's statistically impossible for that to have happened. But lo and behold, it happened. You know why? Because the Smartmatic software, the algorithm they put in, could not, could not withstand how many tr- votes Trump was actually getting. That's why they shut. I mean, when have you ever seen it again? I've said this a thousand times, but when have you ever seen it all of your life in the middle of the night on election night? They've shut down counting. That's why they shut down counting. It was blowing up. It was blowing up. It was like, you know what? This is not working. Was, for some reason, guys, I have a calendar with a clock running on my screen here. I don't know if you can. There you Thank you. And it wouldn't bother me except the numbers are constantly moving, which is bothering my type A personality. But anyway, so in the middle of the night, they just shut it all down. Because Atlanta calling, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, Philadelphia, uh, Milwaukee, Minneapolis, Phoenix, uh, things are not working out well. Call it off. Freeze. Everybody freeze. Nobody move. Nobody move. Just like a Christmas story, right? When the lights go out, don't, don't anybody move. Nobody move. Let's figure out what we got to do. And that's what happened here. That's a, very easily what happened. That's, it's not, listen, I take sides. It absolutely is what happened. They were changing lots and lots of votes within Dominion via the algorithm that they put into it, but it wasn't enough. Trump was going to win by the biggest landslide that we've seen since Reagan. Reagan won every state but Minnesota. Trump was going to win every state but about five or six of them. I'm telling you, and they, they didn't have any clue. The reason why they got, they got caught with their pants down in 2016, because that year... They believed all the polls. This year, they really didn't believe them, so they were ready. They were back there. Print me up another one. Fill it in, fill it in. That's why they had so many ballots with only Joe Biden's name filled in. All right, back to COVID. Here's just a picture of a capitulating church. You know, I got this from a friend of mine. I crossed out the names. I hope this covers it, but I couldn't help it. Rivers of whatever church. Dear church family, we have listened to Governor Brown's mandate. This is in Oregon. This poor person sent me a message. I finally thought I had a church that was going to, that actually had a set. And here we are. They're closing once again. We will do our best to follow it. Information about service times will be emailed later tonight. Remember, we walk by faith and not by sight. Pastor capitulator on the bottom. How do you walk by faith and not by sight closing to a, to a virus with a 99.9% survival rate? Well, that's not the same, Tom, for people that are over the age of 70. Yeah, it's 90 plus percent of them survive too. And people over 80, 90 plus percent of them survive post-infection also. But it, regardless, they can stay home if they want. Why would you close your church? That's just, a, I mean, again, here we go. The church is doing, I, I said this on Sunday at my church. You watch, churches won't even be mandated to shut down. They'll do it on their own. They've been brainwashed. They're like a little doggy. Come here, little puppy. Come on. Fauci's calling. Fauci's calling. Joey Biden's calling. You're not patriotic if you don't close. You're not patriotic if you don't wear a mask. Regardless of what the statistics say, that every time you institute a mask mandate, the ca- the cases spike. But regardless of that, just keep doing it anyway. Just keep doing it anyway. All right, Andy, no tweet. New report. This is great. New report. And Stephen Crowder actually responded to this, which is great. He said, we need to do an actual study into how many of these Antifa members are child sex offenders. New report from me and Mia Cothel. 
The suspect who sucker punched a man to the ground in a viral video after the Million Mega March is Kenneth W. DeBerry, a D.C. BLM activist. He was convicted for a child sex crime and was recently released, released from federal prison. Leave that picture up. There's a Joe Biden supporter right there. Look at the sign. Trump Pence out now. Joe Biden supporter as he comes up behind a guy and knocks him to the ground. This was a brutal this guy needs to spend a lot more time in federal prison. He need, I mean, you should, if you didn't see the video, you can pull it up yourself. I didn't want to give any glory to it, so I didn't show it. But he comes up behind him, knocks the man flat out on the ground. From behind. What kind of coward is this guy? Federal prison. He's a ch- The first person that Kyle Rittenhouse shot in Kenosha was also a child sex offender. Yeah, and that's why Stephen Crowder said, we need to do a study. They should. Because, you know, I wonder why they have all this time to be out on the streets. Because a lot of them, they, won't, they can't get a job. They're, they're, a, sexu- they're a sexual predator. They couldn't, they, couldn't, they couldn't get a job with their life dependent on. They couldn't get a job flipping burgers. They couldn't get a job doing anything. So they got to go out and protest. All right, Matt Whitlock tweet. This is classic. You cannot serve God and the military. I have a feeling suggesting you can't be a good person of faith and serve in the military isn't going to play well in Georgia. Well, I used to think that, considering what I've just seen in the elections and the Raffensperger, the idiot Secretary of State who's a, who's a Republican, who's just, I don't know if I'll have the time to get into that tonight, but Raffensperger, when you hear that gloating moron talk in Georgia... He's talking like he's he's like Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan used to do this stuff. I can't wait to get to Trump's agenda. It's all lies, folks. It is all lies. These are Republicans in name only. I don't even want to say that because that doesn't properly delineate who they really are. They're absolutely sheeps in wolves' clothing or wolves in sheep's clothing. They act like Republicans, but they're not. They're deep state hacks trying to line their pockets and gain political influence, trying to gain contracts for, for speaking engagements after they retire, whatever, whatever their deal is. But this Raffensperger, the Secretary of State for the state of Georgia, he met with Mark Elias, Elias from Perkins Coie and unilaterally by himself transitioned how the state of Georgia handles absentee balances bouts who is mark Elias from perkins Coie? hillary clinton's attorney they met to get this absolute fact go to lynn wood on twitter he'll lay it all out for you absolute fact and by himself all changes to voting procedures have to be voted in or voted out in the legislature the secretary of state did it by himself in march of this year Lo and behold, got it all together, right? March COVID comes in. Nobody's going to come and uh, vote in person because everybody buys into this lie that COVID's deadly. It works perfectly out. Here comes the Clinton attorney to go meet with the weak need, worthless Republican Secretary of State. They meet together and they change the voting laws without ever going to the legislature of Georgia, which is controlled by Republicans which I don't trust. Who knows where we're at with Republicans? You know all Democrats are evil, but Republicans, it's hit or miss. All right, here's Warnock in his uh, illustrious preaching from the pulpit of whatever his name of his, oh, Ebenezer something church, I believe, in, in Georgia. 
America, nobody can serve God and the military. You can't serve God and money. You cannot serve God and mammon at the same time. America, choose ye this day whom you will serve. Choose ye this day. I believe that's the church where Martin Luther King used to preach. Ebenezer something, Baptist church. So how's that going to ride in Georgia? Well, Stacey Abrams, I guess, doesn't have a problem. You know what's so funny to me is that I guess these Democrats don't get it that if you didn't have a military, you wouldn't even have a right to preach. How's that, how's that church going in China? Yeah, they're all underground. Remember, that's, that, you know, that's just a little side note there. You know, all the Christians send all the money to Chinese underground churches that are uh, that are violating Romans 13 according to their own rules and yet when they're told to close here they close <laughs> they send their money to people who are violating their rules for Romans 13 and then when they're when when the government tells them to close they throw down Romans 13 and close it's just amazing to me all right Eric, Eric Weinstein tweet Build back better. How many of us have heard this? I know it's odd, but when I hear a bunch of powerful people spread out all over the world suddenly use the same totally improbable lame and variant phrase, my hand involuntarily clamps down over my wallet, almost like they need to chant before taking my stuff. There it is. Put up the next one. There it is. I want everybody to see it up close. All of a sudden, look at these, all over these different countries, all building back better. Canada, this Boris, uh, What's what's Boris's last name? I can't remember. I was going to say Yeltsin, but that's not right. Boris whatever from uh, England. Forgot his last name for some reason. Boris Johnson. There we go. I knew it was common. I couldn't remember. Build back better all over the place there. Awesome. Build back better. All right. Here come the drama queens now. After we've, uh, after the COVID spikes uh, allegedly have started again, right? They're never going to end. They're never going to end. Just so you know, people thought it would end. When Biden, you know, with, with Biden being fraudulently elected president, which he's never going to be sworn in. But anyway, they thought it would end November 4th. It wasn't going to end. This is a control mechanism. Whether, you know, not Donald Trump is going to be sworn in January 20th, I'm telling you. However, regardless of whether that happened or not, this was still going to go on because COVID-19 is only meant to control you, to mask you, and distance you from one another. The COVID-19 is incredibly survivable. That's why you see Gavin Newsom going to a dinner jam-packed with his friends. Those weren't family members. Those are friends who were all over California, all over California right before that, touching who knows what, touching who knows who. He doesn't care. Look how relaxed he is. He doesn't care. You know why? Because he knows it's all garbage. He knows it is. It's just meant to control you. So here comes the drama queens out. This is a woman by the name of Jody Deering. Her tweets kind of gone viral because it was picked up by some other mainstream uh, Twitter sources. I have, a, I have a night off from the hospital. As I'm on my couch with my dog, I can't help but think of all the COVID patients the last few days. The ones that stick out are those who still don't believe the virus is real. The ones who scream out for a magic medicine that Joe Biden is, I don't know what that is. And then we have Caleb Gregory respond to her. Total deaths in her entire county during the pandemic. Can you you put up the big one for me? There you go. There it is. There's the total deaths. Look at the bottom. 
Total cases in this woman's county, as all of these COVID patients, total cases, 193, total deaths, one. (laughs) Typical. It is always that way. Always that way. $660 million spent on Army Corps of Engineer hospitals throughout the entire country, most of which never saw a patient, including two of them in Cal- and two of them in Chicago, two of them in New York, never saw patients, but they were overrun, and you got these idiots like Jody Deering. Oh, it's, it's you know, these patients crying out to me. Really, how full are you? I remember talking with some sort of nursing assistant or nurse or whatever she was at the beginning of the pandemic, telling us about, about telling me about how she was on the front lines, and then I did the research, and then she was working in Charlotte County, right here where I'm doing this podcast from, in Charlotte County, Florida. And at the time, there was like a total of 30 patients countywide of COVID. So what front lines is she on? It's all a lie. COVID is a real virus. The response to COVID is meant to mask you, to control you, and to separate you. It's done by the globalists through their willing shills in the Democratic Party, which is the entire Democratic Party. All right, here we go. Now, this was an interesting controversy that happened this week. This is a Buck Sexton video. This is about the Wayne County Board of Canvassers. Play it for me. Welcome back. Let's get into the new development out of Michigan. Two Republicans on the Wayne County Board of Canvassers blocked formal approval to certify the vote, claiming major discrepancies in the process. Watch. The numbers have not improved. It's still 71% out of balance. I believe that we do not have complete and accurate information in those poll books. But an abrupt about face, Michigan's largest county unanimously certified the election results last night showing an overwhelming vote in favor of Joe Biden. But what happened to those two GOP board members? Their objection only stood for about three hours, so why did they change their minds? Were they forced to? Was there coercion? What happened here? Listen to what some Democrat residents and so-called election experts had to say to them during a public online meeting last night. Shame on you. Shame on you for leading to this level of corruption. The law isn't on your side. History won't be on your side. Your conscience will not be on your side. It has been made very clear here tonight that there was an agenda from the both of you. And I hope that the both of you go home tonight and read up on systemic racism because what the both of you are doing right now is adding to systemic racism. I'd be curious to know what that explanation is. See, you're going to have to withstand. You have to withstand it. They're going to call you a racist. You may end up getting arrested. You're going to have to stand at some point, Republicans slash conservatives, Christians. We're going to have to stand. Next election, when you have those type of people coming up to you, calling you a racist, some goofball white chick, saying to you that you need to go home and study systemic racism. What is she even talking about? What a generalized statement. What does that even mean? That doesn't even mean anything. Did you hear what they said, the the Wayne County Board of of Canvassers? I'm not using their names on purpose because they've already been slandered enough. And by the way, they capitulated initially. They gave in to being terrorized, and now they've reversed. They What they said was, you know, we're, all right, we cave, we're not gonna, cert- we're gonna certify the vote. Now they've rescinded it, and they still, as of the time of this recording, they have not certified the vote. So good for them, they stood up. 
They stood up. But their, their argument was 71% of, of, their, of their precincts were out of bounds. In other words, in 71% of their precincts in Wayne County, the numbers make absolutely no sense. No sense. There's a major overvote. Just a bit for simplicity, simplicity of conversation. This is what the problem is. There's 100,000 people registered to vote and 174,000 voted. That's what they're talking about. It's 71% out of balance. This whole election's a fraud. COVID response, fraud. It is all from the globalists. It is all from the Democratic Party. It is meant to mask you, control you, and distance you. That's all that it's meant to be. And Christians, it is for freedom that Christ has set you free. So what are you doing? Well, you know, we'll just live to fight another day. No, there is no other day. Quoting Apollo Creed, Rocky Three. there is no tomorrow. You got to stand now. And these two have decided to stand. And why would you ever listen to these people accusing you anyway? They're a bunch of baby butchers. Their moral center is absolutely fine with going in with forceps and vacuums and sucking out baby parts of live babies piece by piece in the womb, in the birth canal, and outside of the womb. They were harvesting. It's on, it's on videotape. They were harvesting parts off of live babies in Planned Parenthood. Please, it is publicly available. You can find it. It is easy. So these are the people that we're worried about? Well, you need to move back from the counting table. Nope, not moving. I'm not moving. If I'm telling you right now, if I live, if it turns out to be in my county, that there's some sort of democratic attempt at a takeover, I'm going to go there and I'm not moving. I'm going to stand there and I'm going to watch them and they can try to move me. I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking about standing your ground. If they try to move me, it's them that's conducting the violence, not me. So I'm not moving. And all you, all you Republicans in Pennsylvania that were poll watchers, in Detroit that were poll watchers, Milwaukee that were poll watchers, Atlanta that were poll watchers, why did you allow yourself to be moved? Don't move. Who cares if they come up to you? Well, you're a racist. You're a cracker. Whatever. They, who cares what they call you? Stand your ground. And I know there's this, and I know there's a groundswell. There is a movement that is heading that way. And I'm not talking about attacking. I'm talking about standing your ground. Nothing wrong with that. All right, here's a Miss Michigan tweet. Same, we're on the same subject matter. Wayne County, what is, I want to get the, the title. Wayne County Board of Canvassers. Wayne County Board of Canvassers. She writes here, breaking video, the exact moment Democrat Abraham Ayash threatened Monica Palmer's children at, on Zoom. I didn't want to use her name, but anyway, the, extor, the extortion attempt directly influenced the, the decision to agree to certify. She, Monica ended up giving in. She has since rescinded. God bless her. And here's the reason why. Play the video for me. And what that tells us is you, Miss Monica Palmer from Gross Point Woods, which has a history of racism, are deciding to enable and continue to perpetuate the racist history of this country. And I want you to think about what that means for your kids who probably go to Gross Point North and when they see all their black classmates and they know that... A direct threat against her kids. A direct threat by these moral high ground people. They're garbage people. They're baby butchers. They're terrorists. That we cannot give in anymore. 
you, you can't sit there and worry about what a baby butcher says to you. You can't worry about a transgender butt kisser and bootlicker says about you. Who cares? Who cares? It's time just to move on. I'm not talking about attacking anybody. I'm not talking about physical attack. I'm talking about who cares? Stand your ground. Well, sir, we're going to have to move you away from the voter table. Good luck with that. We need to go there. And you know what part of it was, too, with the voting tables? They used COVID as an excuse. We can't let any more Republicans in because we've already maxed out our COVID numbers. Yeah, but there's 38 Democrats in there counting ballots and observing the count of ballots. And there's one Republican. No, sorry, we can't fit anybody else in because of COVID. It's all an orchestrated attempt to control you, to mask you, to separate you, and, and, and to lose your Democratic Republic. All right, here's Newsmax, Stinchfield. This is one of the, uh, the guys, well, he covers basically the same ground, but he does it a different way. Play it for me. News from all disappointing. Let me show you what these two Republicans were really up against before they caved to the despicable showing of intimidation by Detroit Democrats. We are going to come for your heads. You guys are not right, you are unethical. Your issue, William Harmon and Monica Palmer, is that you're racist. We're no longer gonna sit around and let white people take advantage of black people. Your day is coming. Have a good day. We are still live streaming to make sure your racism and bigotry is permanently on the public record. If she did not wanna take this lashing, she should have voted to certify these votes. Now bring it back to me. Bring it on. Put me on your list. Put me on your truth and reconciliation commissions. Put, go ahead, put me on. That's how, we, that's how we've got to live for now. Listen, there's 72 million of us voted for Donald Trump. We can have our own culture. We can have our own economic system. I'm not talking about secession. I'm talking about ignoring these idiots. Ignore them. Sir, we need you to move away from the voting table. No, ignore them. Who cares what they say? Who cares what all those idiots said on there? Who cares at all? That's my, that's my, that skills me about right now. This is going to go to legislatures. This is going to go to, to, to district judges, Supreme court justices, both in state and national. You differing weights and differing measures. The Lord detests them both. Detests them both. Proverbs 17, 15. So if you're sitting there and you're a judge, you decide on facts, not political consequence. And there's too many judges and there's too many politicians out there. Well, what's going to happen to me if I do the right thing? That doesn't matter. You do the right thing, period. You do the right thing no matter what. We will not be moved. That's how it has to go from now on. I will never close my church. I will never wear a mask. That is the way that it is. I will never close my business. If 72 million of us stood up, there's not enough jail space, everybody. Plus, they're not going to put you in jail most of the time anyway. I know there's exceptions to that, and there's been a lot of good people locked up for COVID, but it's time for us to stand our ground, period. Stand your ground. Here's the second part of that Stinchfield clip. Play it for me. Good luck in Governor Whitmer's Michigan. This is a woman who actually applauded the intimidation that I just showed you. I, I just want to give kudos to all of the activists who organized and waited in line to have their, their comments heard. I think that they really uh, changed the outcome here. And I have every expectation that as this goes to the State Board of Canvassers next week, that the process of finalizing the results will be completed. 
There you have the, there you have Gretchen Whit- Whitmer, who's by the way in the course of being impeached right now. Way to go, Republicans of Michigan! Way to go, stand up. That's all I'm saying. Well, you know if they if you impeach, you're going to be called a political extremist. Who cares? Who's calling you a political extremist? Always ask yourself, who is it that's calling me names? If they're an idiot, who cares? And if you're a Democrat, you're an idiot. So who cares? Who cares what they say? And this is again, these are people. Who believes socialism will work if we try it one more time? They believe it. They believe that you can kill babies inside the womb. They believe that uh, men should be in women's restrooms. That's what they believe. They believe that you have to decide what your gender is, no matter what the biology says. And then they say they're science people. They believe that global warming or climate change is going to Uh, destroy the earth when every single prediction they've ever made has never come true not one time ever but these are these are the so if they're the ones calling you idiot then who cares and here's the thing too well tom there's political there's economic consequences for messing with these people you know like i'm trying to think of who got i can't remember which major political figure i wish it wouldn't slip my mind right now but got oh andy no is not allowed to use paypal andy no okay andy no is gay and apolitical that I'm aware of. He just is the one that shoots all of the rioting everywhere. I use a lot of his stuff. Great reporter. Send him money, by the way. Do for support his work. But he's he, he PayPal won't support him. Airbnb would not put up Trump uh supporters for the for the MAGA march. It's hard for me to say that MAGA march in DC. So what we do is we go, where's the con- let's have a conservative. Just put the word conservative in front of all these businesses. Conservative PayPal. Come on. Somebody start something. You got money? Start it up. This is the economic chance of a lifetime. The bank refuses to fund the NRA, refuses to fund Remington Rifles, which has happened. Then we just have a conservative bank. We have plenty of money. 72 million of us voted for Donald Trump. We don't need to be intimidated. How many people really voted for Joe Biden? 60, 65 million. He got destroyed in this election. Dominion software and printing false ballots is the only reason why we are where we are right now. Trump won in a 45, 44, 45 state freaking landslide. The only reason why it's gone the other way is absolute fraud. We don't, we have more than they do. Come on, let's stand up. Why are you afraid? Somebody's going to call me names. Who cares? Who cares? Well, what if an Antifa, you know, people come at me from Antifa and they're armed? Well, at that time, you can back up, take your, you know, do whatever you got to do to be safe. But if we're standing there on a street corner and we have plenty of numbers, we don't need to move at all. It's time for us to stand up. All right, here's a John Solomon tweet. Breaking and dramatic reversal. I wanted to finish the story. Wayne County Election Board Republicans rescind. Way to go. Votes certifying results. The bottom part, in dramatic reversal, Wayne County Election Board Republicans rescind and affidavits GOP canvas board members claim they were bullied and say there are too many irregularities in Detroit. Vote to justify except Look at that picture. Every I had a blown up picture, but I lost it somehow or another tonight. How can that ever be correct? Look at all the people standing out. Is that the country that you want to live in? Because that is the democratic dream. That's the, put it up there one more time. Put up that picture. That is the democratic dream right there. 
How, how can that ever be right in any scenario involving voting? How can that ever be right? But that's what the Democrats did, not the Republicans. That's what the Democrats did. Why would we listen to a man who's, vo- who's, who's taping up window covers so that you can't see people counting ballots? Well, look, you know, just trust the Democrats. You got a Democrat vote counting and you got a Democrat watching the count. Oh, we can just trust that, right? All right, Joshua Phillip tweet. Affidavit from a whistleblower released by Sidney Powell talks about witnessing how election software manipulated votes without a trace. Whistleblowers reveal how software manipulates votes to change election. Trump campaign lawyer and former federal prosecutor Sidney Powell released an explosive affidavit. These are absolute facts. All right, next up, Matt Brainard tweet. Update. Unreturned ABA, ABS analysis for Pennsylvania. Among 1,700, 1,706 respondents, we reached whom the state said were sent an absentee ballot. 556 said they never requested it. And of the 1,137 left who did request a ballot, 453, how much you want to bet, all Trump votes said they mailed back, yet the state did not receive or count them. Oh, there's no evidence of widespread election fraud, right? Yeah, right. All right, James Woods tweet. The mainstream media are all on the same DNC mail blast. Look at the headlines. Look at, look at the headlines from all these different papers. Denver, Arizona, Hawaii, trying to see West Virginia, Austin, Texas, Houston, Texas. Look at them, all the exact same headline. Because, folks, you are meant to be masked. You are meant to be separated. You are meant to be controlled. I saw a great tweet today. The reason why, I can't remember who wrote it. The reason why they're putting out that you shouldn't have Thanksgiving together right now so that a bunch of conservatives can't get together and talk about what just happened in the absolute raping of our election process. But luckily, the Democratic Party and Kamala Harris have great plans for our criminal justice system. Play it for me. You're stealing, right to jail. You're playing music too loud, right to jail, right away. You're driving too fast, jail. Slow, jail. You're charging too high prices for uh, sweaters, glasses. You right to jail. You undercook fish, believe it or not, jail. You overcook chicken, also jail. Undercook, overcook. You make an appointment with a dentist and you don't show up, believe it or not, jail, right away. We have the best patients in the world. <laughs> there you go. It's Trump Accountability Project, which, by the way, they've taken all that down. The Trump Accountability. These people are absolutely brazen. And they're so galactically stupid that they don't see the similarities between themselves and the Nazi Party. Trump Accountability Project for all former Trump supporters and Trump, uh, you know, Trump people that were on his you know, in his administration, Trump Accountability Project for them to be held accountable for the things that they've done. Name one crime he's committed. You know, name one legislative bill that he sponsored or passed or was a part of that was racist in any capacity. Name anything like that whatsoever. They can't. Truth and Reconciliation Commission says that was a joke of a video, but it has an essence of truth because that's how the Democrats think. All right, Adam Lexalt tweet. The clerk... The Clark, the Clark, the Clark County Commission just threw out an election that represents, get the numbers here, this is Clark County, Las Vegas, Las Vegas, Nevada, 
represents almost one-sixth of the total votes cast in Clark County because there were too many discrepancies. To be sure that that the results in that election can be certain, 153,000 votes were just cut out, cut out in Las Vegas. But it's, you know, there's no evidence of widespread voter fraud, right? No, no evidence of widespread election tampering, none at all. But they just canceled one-sixth one of Clark County votes. One-sixth are absolutely beyond help. All right, Jenna Ellis tweet. May want to look up the word, root word evangelical if you're wondering how what the media is really about. I fully support Cawthorn for New... For, uh, for, for North Carolina and exercising his First Amendment rights constitutes, speaking of the brand new uh, Madison Cawthorn, the youngest member of Congress. I believe he's the youngest or the second youngest. There's two of them that are really young, both Republicans, one male, one female. I believe he's the youngest, both in their 20s. And exercising his First Amendment constitutionally protected rights. What was this great violation written about by the Daily Beast? Madison Cawthorn, the North Carolina Republican who will become the youngest member of Congress in history, has admitted, there it is, look at the words, has admitted, has admitted he tried to convert Jews and Muslims to Christianity. Oh my gosh, he's admitted it. He's admitted, just so everybody knows, I admit that too. I've tried to convert Muslims and I've tried to convert Jewish people also to Christianity. I admit it. You better put me on a truth and reconciliation list. I admit it. Look at that. That's the media. They think that's a startling report. How do you feel about that? Capitulating Christians who have closed your churches because you close your churches and there's your leaders right there from the daily beast. Those are your leaders. You close your churches. What do you put up here? Oh, you can take it off. We're good. You close your churches, and those are the ones leading you around by the nose. Those that are startled by somebody admitting that they tried to win somebody to Jesus. Startled by it, and then you do what they tell you to do. Anthony Fauci would have the same opinion about Madison Cawthorn. He admitted to trying to win Muslims to Jesus and Jews to Jesus. He admitted to that. And then you do what Anthony Fauci tells you to do. It's the same attitude Kamala Harris or Joe Biden would have to. And then you do what these people tell you to do. Why? Why? Who cares what they think? But yet, I put it on earlier. Uh, we've, we've heard... Governor Kate Brown of Oregon, one of the biggest totalitarians in the United States, little weenie that she is, she's put out her new mandates, which closes churches again, and we're going to capitulate. We're going to do whatever we're told because that's what we're supposed to do. You know, yeah, put that up there. There you go. This is what Christians do in response to people like this. We have listened to Governor Kate Brown's mandate. Listen back to me. Why would what what is the governor? How does the governor have the ability? to unilaterally mandate anything. Does anybody ever think of that? Because here's the deal. It's unconstitutional. They can't do it. All right, Washington Examiner. Tweet from Washington Examiner. The stack of Michigan lawsuits filed in the aftermath of the election is continuing to pile up. Four voters filed a lawsuit that seeks to overturn ballots in Washington, Ingram, and Wayne counties. That amounts to 1.2 million votes. Allegedly, Trump's down by 100,000-plus votes in Michigan, which obviously is not the case. All right, going to a more globalist, a more global level of conversation here. 
This is Lyndon LaRouche. This is a Lyndon LaRouche video. Listen closely to what he says. Play it for me. Good morning. I'm Harley Schlanger from LaRouche Pack with your daily update for today, November 17th, 2020. We're going to continue with our unmasking of the election thieves. Uh, as you know, yesterday we, we had a coverage of a group tied to something called Smart, Smartmatic which was identified by Sidney Powell, the president's lead attorney now, or one of his lead attorneys on the vote fraud case, as a company that was involved in providing software systems that were used in some of the places where there are major irregularities that are being investigated. Now, in the discussion yesterday, we identified two leading anti-Trumpers who are top officials of Smartmatic. One is the president, Peter Neffinger, a retired admiral, who is a member of the Atlantic Council, which is a rabidly anti-Trump transatlantic organization, and also now a member of the Biden transition team. Interesting, huh? The guy who runs the election counting software is now on part of the transition team. And secondly, even more significant, the chairman of Smartmatic is Sir Mark Mullock Brown or Lord Mark Mullock Brown. Brown is an example of what you get when you cross the city of London with the modern day British East India Company with uh, international special relationship operatives. Uh, he's a member of the board of Soros's Open Society Foundation, which is funding regime change coups all over the world, including in the United States. He's part of the Global Agenda Council of the World Economic Forum, the Davos Group. He's also a Minister of State in the British Foreign Office. And according to Samantha Power, he is a, the liaison between the British government and Barack Obama when Obama was candidate for president. Now, the question is, what happens when you have such partisan officials who are part of the team that's supposed to ensure a fair and honest account. And I want to read you something that Lord Mollick Brown I'm, retweeted you know, by, it was a, 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 tweeted by a partner of his from Soros's Open Society named Patrick yeah, Gaspard. Uh, in right? fact, Gaspard is the president of the Open Society Foundation. And before the election, Gaspard tweeted this out. Hey Dems. You're about to retake the presidency from the hands of this madman. Stop walking around like zombies. Recognize the win, own it, and do something with it. That was retweeted by the chairman of Smartmatic, the company that's involved in counting the vote. So that gives you somewhat of a sense of who was in charge of All right, the election. All right, for some reason, Facebook's gone. <laughs> Uh, we don't we don't know what the root of that is. Well, we can guess, but suddenly we went from 400 plus people watching live to zero. And I hope that you're still watching on YouTube. I can't tell over here because we didn't turn our YouTube thing on, so I have no idea who's on YouTube or anything else. But who's ever watching? I love you. I'm glad you're on. But and this is why everybody needs to have a different account. You got to get on YouTube. And this is why I'm just letting everybody know. I'm also I'm not going live yet. We've got to look into. Can we go live on any of these other platforms like Rumble, MeWe, Gab? Because all I know right now, all we can go is live that we know of is the only, the only platforms we can go live on are Twitter, which is Periscope, YouTube, and Facebook. So we're going to be looking into that. But this is why you've got to have it because they just dropped us off of Facebook or something just happened. Of course, nothing that we did. We have no idea what's happened with it.
Yeah, maybe it was. So, oh, because of TikTok, maybe. Yeah. Oh, it looks like we're maybe getting back up on it. I have no idea. Like, allegedly, we put some kind of clip up, I guess, that made, a, made them drop us. All right, we're real quick on this. So from Lyndon LaRouche, Smartmatic uh, uh, you know, officials. Now remember, Dominion, whenever you hear Dominion, Dominion is the front company for Smartmatic. Smartmatic's pre- president is Peter Neffinger, a member of the Atlantic Council, which is a consortium of anti-Trump, anti-American people. He's now part, Peter Neffinger, again, president of Smartmatic, is now on the Biden transition team. Chairman of Smartmatic is Sir Mark Mullock Brown, board, he is on the board of the Open Society Foundation of George Soros, and is also a member of the World Economic Forum's Global Agenda Council. That's who these people are. I mean, that, that, that's what we're dealing with here. All right, next, next thing, this is Kyle, Kyle Lamb. I told you we're going back and forth tonight. Kyle Lamb, there we go. Disappearance of the 2020 flu season. Look at the numbers. Look at all the way across. Look at the differences in the numbers. Let's just, we'll just use percentage of positives and all this. Look at, look at the differences in, from 2020 to 2019. 3.77%, 02, 3, 3.7, 06. Look at the very bottom. Total number 3.07.1%. Truly is unbelievable. COVID has solved all of these problems. It truly is, truly is amazing. All right. Listen, I'm going to call it a night. We did it. We're over an hour and a half already. I love you guys. I thank you for sticking with me. I think we got taken down tonight because we put up a TikTok video that we weren't supposed to put up or something. Who knows why? But I'll be back this Saturday, 8.30. Make sure that you're on there. More All this stuff. We'll never give up the battle. We are holding the line. I love each and every one of you. I really do. God bless you. And I'll see you Saturday.